0: Food Heals.
1: Food Heals podcast, episode 62. And it's funny that you say that, like you feel like you're going through puberty, like you kind of are, right? Because Mm -hmm. you went through a period where, no pun intended, you went through a phase (laughs) where.
2: (laughs) Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals nation
0: and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself.
2: Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your
1: Facebook friends immediately.
0: All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. I'm Susie Hardy. Today's guest is Megan Lawson. Megan is the author of Eat This, Not That and maintains the blog, Meg Unprocessed. She was a TV producer for the Emmy-nominated lifestyle show, Home and Family, on the Hallmark channel until she decided to focus all her attention on her blog. Now she owns her own production company, Unprocessed Productions, where she produces an array of videos for lifestyle and recipe bloggers, YouTube personalities, health and wellness companies, and more.
1: Megan fell in love with the vegan, plant-based, organic lifestyle after reading investigative articles by The Food Babe. Because the benefits from this were so great, she started her blog to share her easy, healthy recipes with everyone. I
0: love the food babe too. She's
1: super inspiring.
0: But before we get to our interview with Megan, we have to tell you about today's
1: sponsor. Food Heals Nation, if you're like us, you care a lot about the food you put in your body because just like the name of our podcast says, you know that food heals. The
0: problem is that healthy organic food can be expensive, but it doesn't have to be.
1: That's why we are so in love with Thrive Market. It has the products of Whole Foods at the prices
0: of Costco. Yep, it's an online shopping club with the best brands and groceries up to 50% off retail prices shipped nationally to your door for free.
1: Like Gaia brand herbs, Nature's Way supplements, Garden of Life protein powder, Dr. Bronner's Coconut Oil, 7th Generation Cleaning and Baby Products. And
0: there's so many great brands and great deals. Here are some good deals I just found. You can get BioNature's organic tomato sauce for just $2.15. Pacific Foods Vegetable Sock for just $2.95, Jovial Brown Rice Spaghetti for just three twenty nine. dollars I mean, they even have a section called the Under $5 section. I
1: love that. So many great deals. Food Heels Nation, what are you waiting for?
0: What are you waiting for? Never pay full price for healthy food again. Go to thrivemarket.com slash to start your free three-month trial and get 15%
1: off your first order. Next up, our interview with Megan. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Today,
0: we're here with an exciting guest, Megan Lawson. Megan received her certification in holistic nutrition and went on the path of detoxing her body from processed foods
1: to whole foods. If you want to detox yourself from preservatives, chemicals, and other processed ingredients and regain control of your health, then you'll enjoy our next guest, Megan Lawson.
0: Meg Unprocessed, welcome. Hi, thank you. Thanks so much for having me.
2: Welcome, Megan. Hi, thanks for being Mm. here. Thank you. Thanks. I'm excited to be here with both of you.
0: Yeah, so you have a blog or a website called Meg Unprocessed. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Well, how I got started in all of this was
2: actually in 2013, I believe, or no, 2014. I saw on Good Morning America, this story about Subway breads having uh, the- Yoga mats. Ke-
0: yes. <laughs>
1: remember
0: that. Oh yeah, I remember that too, the chemicals.
2: <laughs> yes. And I used to eat at Subway all the time. And so, you know, thinking that I was being healthy by eating there. So then I started doing my research and started reading about like all these chemicals and different foods. And I just like, couldn't believe it. So I decided to do 40 days. It was for around Lent and i worked on a show called home and family on the mm-hmm. Hallmark channel. I did 40 days on there of no processed foods. And we did like a check in each week on how I felt and things like that. And literally within, you know, a week I could tell a difference. That's awesome. I had more energy. I was happier. I mean, because at the time I was working a lot, I was really depressed, you know, just never had a lot of energy. So, After the 40 days, I thought, there's no way I can stop doing this. Like, I feel too good. So I continued doing it. I started, like, cooking for some friends. And, you know, I had a couple of them say, you need to do something with these recipes, like, you're coming up with, like... Put them out somewhere or do something. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll start a blog. And I had no idea, like the food blogs that are out there, which yeah, are all amazing, they but are. there are a ton of them out there. And you know, I'm thinking, like, oh, I'm one of the first ones to do this. Was I wrong? <laughs> no one's ever
0: done this before. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. But I mean, it's been great. It just took off from there. And I mean, I slowly transitioned to a more plant based diet. It was actually after the documentary Forks Over Knives. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people see that and
0: think one okay. of my favorites. Yeah.
2: It's it's a great, if you haven't seen it, I recommend seeing it because it is a life changer and just very eye opening.
0: Yeah. I work with one of the editors on it all the time and he tells me great stories about the film and it's just, it's life changing and it changed a lot of people's minds. Like you're not the first to say that. A lot of people have said that to us. And also a lot of celebrities have come out to say like, oh, that was the one Yeah, that changed my
2: mind. Yeah. I love that film. I recommend it to people all the time. I mean, I've even had friends who watch it and- You know, they don't go completely vegan, but they cut out a lot of like the meat and dairy that they are eating. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got started. And I've just been continuing doing it from there.
0: That's awesome. And um, tell us about your show and what else you're doing. So now I'm a consulting producer
2: for Home and Family. So this is kind of how my story went. After this, I started thinking clear, like whenever I started the blog and, you know, I just, I wanted to do more with it. I wanted to do something different. And I was a full-time producer at Home and Family. And so I decided to take a break and to focus on my blog. And then I thought, well, why are people going to believe me about like, oh, garlic is, you know, anti-cancer, you know, has anti-cancer properties. And so then I got certified in holistic nutrition just to give me some credibility and with my blog. And actually, from being in the blogging world and meeting other bloggers, I realized that there was a need for video production because so many bloggers were doing videos and they didn't really know what they were doing mm-hmm. and, you know, they needed guidance. And here I was. I've worked, I've been a TV producer for 10 years and, you know, this is like something that I specialize in. So I brought my my new love and my old love of TV together. And I started a company called Unprocessed Productions. And so we focus on finding either bloggers or different health and wellness companies that want to do short online videos for their audience to put on their social media Things like that. And we've done cooking series with Sophie Uliano, uh, gorgeously green. We were talking about her earlier. I love Sophie. Yeah. She's one of my good friends. I love her too. We did the detoxinista. I'm not sure if you've heard of that blog. Yes, with Megan Gilmore. Uh-huh. We've done a cooking series with her. Um, we've also done some crafting, but we do. So we're all over the spectrum, like with what types of videos we can do. It is more cooking based, but I just want to keep it also in like the health and wellness and to spread. This kind of word, no matter
0: what it is, but you know, organic, plant based. You know, things like that. That's beautiful. So, you're a perfect example of a person that took their passion and really turned it into their career. And I think that's what most of us listening to this podcast and really strive to do is create that passion that can actually make us happy to wake up every day and not go, oh, I have to do this today. It's like, no, I get to do this today.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so true. And I always tell people, like, make sure that you are, if you're going to quit your job and, you know, start, I mean, One save up is my number one (laughs) tip. Save your money before you do it. But also I wish I'm lucky because I did go back to home and family and now I'm a consulting producer. I'm not there as much as I used to be whenever I was full time, but you know, it is, you're building a business. So you do need some sort of income to come in absolutely you know all the time so I'm lucky that I just do a lot now so I still do TV with Hallmark Channel I have my production company and then I run my blog too
0: girl it's a lot good for you thank
2: you (laughs) I mean it's worth it though I mean when you again when you're doing something you love like it just it makes it so much easier even though it's still stressful yeah but it's a different kind of stress it's still
1: work but it's work that you're passionate about right still work though let's be clear yeah. You
2: know, Oh, it, I I think I even work more because whenever you're at home, there's always something to do. When you have a blog, when you have your own company, there's never not one thing to do. Or you
1: could always do. be doing more. I'm sure you say that in your head. Like, I, I could be know. doing more. I know yeah. Alice and I talk about this incessantly.
0: I have a problem with this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why watch TV when I can work? Why relax when I can work? Why meditate when I can work? Exactly. No, I need to go meditate. And watch a little TV.
2: <laughs> no, it's so true. Because when your office is in your home too, mm-hmm.
0: it's like the work never stops. It's not like people
2: that leave the job at five o'clock and they go home and, you know, they left work at work. Yeah. Like we have it in front of us
0: <laughs> yeah, all the I, time. But I love working. And one of my favorite things to do is to find a coffee shop and sit there with my laptop for hours and just be in the energy of other people. And we live in LA, so there's all these people writing screenplays and like having business meetings at like all the coffee shops. And it's really fun and interesting people watching as well as... Just getting out of your space to work because I also work at home. I do work at clients' offices. I'm all over the place, you know? And so getting out of that, because when also when you're at home, you're like, oh, I could do my laundry. I could walk my dogs. I could do this. And it's like, mm, that's not working. So it's right. getting to that. I love doing stuff like that. And I love being on set and actually getting to that experience of the filming process and watching everything that's happening. And that is like so fulfilling for me, but I couldn't do it every day. Mm -hmm. And I did do it every day, and I will never go back to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I know that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) So where are you from, Megan? Because you have a fabulous accent.
2: Thank you. Well, I was born in Houston, but I was raised in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. So that's where the accent comes from, Arkansas. And then right after college, I went to school in Arkansas, and then I was in New York, I worked for Fox for six years in New York and then Hallmark was the one that brought me out here to LA and I've been here for almost three years. Nice. But and I haven't lost that accent at all. Uh, Don't lose uh, it. Yeah. I <laughs> no, try not fabulous.
0: to. I grew up in North Carolina, but I didn't have an accent because my parents were from the North, like New York and South Dakota. Yankees. <laughs> 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 and, um, it wasn't, I lived in Chapel Hill and it wasn't until I moved to Wilmington, North Carolina, which was a town two hours away to go to college. And that's when everyone was like, Hey y'all. And I was like, Oh, I love this. This is the South. Now I get it. Yeah. Okay, I live in the South.
2: That's so funny. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't sound like you're from North Carolina at all.
0: I know, because a lot of people that I went to college with speak exactly as you do, and I love it. It brings me back. I'm just like, you're my college bestie, girl. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: That's
0: so funny. Yeah. So you were saying that you were eating Subway. And I know a lot of people find, you know,
1: think that's the healthy fast food alternative. I know I did. They market it that way, right? Like the whole Jared campaign with that's how you lose weight. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, okay. If you're eating burgers all the time, maybe that would help you lose weight because it's a step up from fried, greasy foods. But um, we all know that that's not the case. It's they marketed it as like fresh. Yeah, they, the, so they use the fun. word fresh a lot, like do, fresh, yeah. fresh food and lose weight and be healthy even though it's quick. Meanwhile, they're putting yoga mat material into their bread so it'll last longer and oh, yeah. not so much, not so healthy. Yeah. yeah, and it's so
0: processed. And so Meg, unprocessed, tell us about how to really find unprocessed foods in our modern day. Like you can't go through the drive through no. and find unprocessed foods yet, right? No, you really can't. I mean, if you
2: are out – And you have to eat out. I mean, the best thing to do is find a salad, you know, and a salad that doesn't have the processed dressing on mm-hmm. it like if you can use like some olive oil and vinegar like that's way better yeah but yeah i mean going back to eating subway though i was, i used to even eat like the packaged tunas again like thinking that i would like the star kiss
0: you oh know, yeah I'm in the, the ones that are on the shelf yeah
2: yeah oh yeah i eat that almost every day for a year in new york for lunch like i would bring that and i would put it on top of a salad but it's still it's processed mm-hmm. you know and and preservatives and all of that. So I mean, I I literally had no idea until I saw that story about Subway and then started doing the research. And I was like, everything that I'm eating, you know, you know, the GMOs and mm-hmm. all of that. It's just like it was mind-blowing. And it's sad because there are still so many people out there that have no idea about like how bad these GMOs are on our vegetables and That's why it's so important to buy organic and, you know, what what all these chemicals are leading to and health problems. Because I've had, you know, my father had cancer. My grandparents had cancer. Everybody is affected by cancer now. Like they at least have one person they know that's had cancer or heart disease. And it's just, it's crazy how out of control our health is becoming in this country, you know, compared to other countries even. And it's because of all the chemicals and you know, processed food that we have out there. So that's why I
1: came up with Meg Unprocessed. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love that name. I was going to just interject one thing that I found, like one day I, I don't remember when it was, but I was, I I had no other choice. I had to eat fast food and I was looking at the food and like, sometimes, you know, they paint on like grill marks or they're all, everything is the same because it's all processed, even though it's meant to look fresh, but they like paint on grill. The grill marks are all the same. the, The size of the cold cuts are all the same and stuff like that. And you're like, this isn't real food. It's yeah. been packaged and squished and chemicalized. And real food is different and varied. And the grill marks are not the same. Like it just—it hit me. I was mm-hmm. like, those grill marks were painted on. Ew. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I had
1: an epiphany. Of mine. They are painted
0: on. They're, they're, they're. I don't doubt it, but oh my god. <laughs> I would
1: think so because they're Cause perfect. They look too perfectly. I mean, you all know the how same. they talk about egg McMuffins? The eggs come from a tube that they slice. Yeah. They have the, the they have the the commercials, but they're crack it's it's five am and they're cracking fresh eggs and the coffee's brewing. No, it's a tube yeah. that they slice, and then they all look the same. Oh God um, yeah. so I don't know if they're painted on, but they're not natural <laughs> they're right. not from being on a grill they're right. meant to, they're meant to look like they're perfect and grilled, but they're they're actually processed and like it's fooling us. It's, yeah. It's like makeup for food.
0: It's yeah. probably like a stamp or something. It yeah, might be like makeup. <laughs> right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know. I feel
2: like Chipotle is probably the one that I would say. Okay, if you have to eat out, like a you know, because now a lot of their food it's not that non-GMO, and right. you know they're working to get there, and hopefully we'll see that you know for more because I know so many people rely on fast food. And it's like, but if you could take your lunch, that, of course, is the best option. I mean, like me, I always make sure I have snacks or something with me because you just never know.
0: Yeah, so you're on a set for a long period of time if you're working on television, right? So Well, not anymore. Okay. I used to be,
2: yeah. So now I'm just a consulting producer. But, you know, whenever I was, there was like craft foods, you know. Yeah, craft services. Services, yeah. Where there you can and, eat
0: junk food all day long.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's all it's filled with mm-hmm. is <laughs> chips and chocolate and, you know, candy and all that stuff. And so it is, it's important, like, I would, because I did start this whenever I was on set all day long. And I would, I would make sure to always have a snack with me, bring my lunch, you know.
0: So what's an example of if you're working long hours or you're going to an office and you can't prepare food at home for working people, what can they bring to their office that's affordable and easy to make? What are some examples? You know,
2: I would say doing a wrap, you know, and putting like hummus and veggies and, you know, all that kind of good stuff in there. Do a big wrap. I always have an apple and like almond butter with me. Take some nuts. I mean, veggie sticks with hummus is another great one. Whenever I travel now, like that's what I do. I Sometimes I'll even go to Whole Foods and like make a huge salad. Mm -hmm. If I'm on like, you know, going back to New York on a six-hour flight, like you have this big salad that you can eat on the whole entire flight. And then, of course, you know, veggie sticks and hummus. That's an easy thing to carry. But then, you know, there's bars, too. There are some good companies. Like, if you don't make your own bars, like Two Moms in the Raw, Mm -hmm. they have really good bars. You know, go to Whole Foods and look. Even though, again, it is packaged and it is somewhat processed, it's not real. It's a little
0: better. It's better than the Cheetos and the Snickers and that kind of process. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's
1: just a, a fact of being human. In this modern day and age. And even mm-hmm. bef- even a couple hundred years ago, I mean, they still had to preserve food, right? And they used salt or sugar to do that so it wouldn't go rotten. It would last for the winter. So that's like a fact. We live in Southern California where we can get fresh fruits and vegetables all the time. So that's are yeah. yeah. kind of lucky that way. But yeah, I mean, we're human.
2: Yeah, I know. And there, there'll be people that will be like, well, that's process, isn't it? Aren't you, you know, and it's like, okay, there are times like, because my blog is called Meg Unprocessed and it's again,
1: they call you out. Yeah. We are
2: all human here.
1: They're like, go watch you on a tree.
2: That's process. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, there are times because, you know, if you follow my Instagram or my blog, like you will see there, like I do have, um, one article that I wrote up about like traveling and healthy eating and yeah. I recommended some different products from different companies. And so, yes, that is process, but it's still not the same.
1: It it's is a better again. choice to have with you so that you don't have to rely on some right. kind of fast food if you run out of – yeah, mm-hmm. if you find yourself traveling. And- because that's whenever you eat bad. is when you're starving
0: and you have nothing. That's when you grab for
2: whatever's in front of you.
0: So how long does it take, let's say, someone's just starting from – the very beginning, and they're like, I'm eating a lot of processed foods. I want to get it out of my diet. So to stop eating processed foods, how long does it usually take typically for someone to detox that out of their system and start feeling amazing?
2: I mean, like I said, I had a, I could tell in a week, but two weeks for sure. There have been studies that show that it only takes two weeks for our taste buds to change. Mm -hmm. So like if you're trying to cut out anything, you know, sugar or anything like that, like if you just give yourself two weeks, you know, I know sometimes 14 days seems like a long time, but even just start with a week, and I promise that you'll be able to feel a difference. But after two weeks, you're not going to be craving the junk that you used to eat.
0: Yeah, even when I've done a five-day cleanse, which is more than letting go of processed food, it's basically letting go of every food. Mm-hmm. And after I got back, I went to eat at my favorite restaurant, and the food was the most saltiest. And this was before I was, like, super plant-based and everything like that, but um the the food was so salty, it tasted terrible, and I was like, it was a it was a curry and um, pad thai, mm-hmm. and it was so salty, and I could not digest it, I felt terrible, and I was like, this used to be my favorite food, but in five days of cleansing, plus like a day or two of just eating raw, my body, my cells had reset, I don't know, my taste buds had changed, I couldn't stand that saltiness, mm-hmm. and I felt terrible after, because my body was so clean that it was like, why are you going to put junk in, we
1: don't want this, you yeah. know? I've yeah. had the same experience with sugar when I like went off sugar for, I don't know, a week or two weeks or something like that. And then I had something that had some sweetness in it. I was like, ugh, it
0: mm-hmm. was too
1: much. And exactly. My taste buds had reset. Yeah. Yeah. It's really I know. It's crazy how it can do. I
2: first, what I saw, I had made, used to make these turkey meatballs and I loved them. They were the best. And I probably hadn't, I don't think I realized, but I hadn't had meat in probably like two weeks or so. Again, not. On purpose or anything, just I was eating more beans and salads and, you know, things like that. And I've, I was never a big meat eater, anyways, but I did love these turkey meatballs. And then I made them again, probably after like a month or so of not having them. And they, I just, I was like, oh, these are not good. Mm-hmm. Like I used to love them and now I don't anymore. But it's because my taste buds had reset.
0: Yeah. It, it happens so fast, Food Heals Nation. So if you're thinking about this and you're a little, scared or wary just give it a try Mm -hmm. and see how you feel and it's not going to take that long and I know two weeks can sound a little daunting but think about two weeks ago do you even remember what you were doing like two weeks will pass like that oh yeah yeah no it's always like whenever
2: you're like okay I'm going to start a cleanse and then you decide not to start it and you're like see if I would have started it two days
0: ago I would have been halfway done by now But And you can start cleansing slowly like, okay, right now I'm just going to give up Subway or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, right? Or I'm just going to give up processed bread or I'm just going to give up meat or I'm just going to give up my chips if I have a chip habit, whatever it is. And then slowly do it so you're not feeling like I'm so deprived because you're still able to eat your other vices or whatever. And you take one out at, at a time until eventually you're totally unprocessed or totally vegan or whatever your goal is, right? Yeah. And that makes it a little more manageable. Now, some people are better at cold turkey. Some people are like, I have to give it all up or I can't have I can't have any of it, right? Mm-hmm. And that works for them. So it's really about what works for you. Like, my right. husband is cold turkey. He's like, all right, cleanse starts tomorrow, pizza today. And I'm like, that's not healthy. But he does it and he thrives on it. So that doesn't work for me. I need a little bit of a, a buffer where I go, all right, now I'm going raw, now I'm going juicing, now whatever, you mm-hmm. know? But you got to figure out what works for you.
2: Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, with everybody, everybody is different. You know, for me, whenever I did start all of this again, I had no intention of like becoming completely vegan or anything. And it just kind of happened. But it was a slow process. And I slowly, you know, I started with unprocessed foods and going and eating organic And then, you know, slowly made And each time I would like add more vegetables in and, you know, like I never thought that I would love Brussels sprouts and love cauliflower. Now I love all of those things again, cause my taste buds had changed, but also I tell people too, cause they're like, how do you eat vegetables all the time? But it's all about how you season it. Mm -hmm. Like if you have the right seasonings Mm -hmm. and know what to do with it, like you can make some amazing things. I mean, cauliflower is one of my favorite things to cook with now.
1: I love cauliflower. I just had riced cauliflower the mm-hmm. other day for breakfast because I'd heard – who was it? Robert Rodriguez, the director? Mm-hmm. Is that him? Right? I heard him on a podcast and he was talking about like – I think he was on Tim Ferriss and he was talking about what he starts his day with and he's like, well, you know, I'll have like rice cauliflower sometimes mixed with kale and I was like,
0: whoa wait a
1: minute. <laughs> that sounds really good. Yeah. I got to try this. So I haven't bought a ricer. I bought it from Trader Joe's, right? It was just frozen mm-hmm. and, then, and I cooked it and I added some – I think I added roasted pistachio oil on top for breakfast. It was so good. Yeah. rice cauliflower. It's like the newest thing.
2: Yeah. And an easy way if you don't have a ricer, you can just use uh, your food processor and pulse it. Mm -hmm. Just tear off the chunks, put it in there and pulse it. That's how I do it.
1: Mm -hmm. Cauliflower is like you can do so much with it.
2: Oh, you can. I mean, you can make mashed potatoes, like cauliflower mashed potatoes, tater tots. I mean, there's, it's, I'm endless. sorry. How do you make those? Tell us right now. <laughs> well, it's on, well, it's on my blog. Okay. If you just put in uh, cheesy cauliflower tots. You'll find it on there. And what is the cheese made of? Well, that one I did, and it is, well, I have one that's cheesy uh-huh. and then one that's cheesier. So the cheesy, I just use <laughs> nutritional yeast, uh-huh. which I love. I yeah. put nutritional yeast on everything. It's a great source of B vitamins. But then I had a friend actually that was like, well, can you put some like real cheese? So I did use a vegan cheese. Again, that's kind of processed. Yes, I know. Oh, but it's know.
0: delicious. Yeah. I can't live without that. You know, like as anti-dairy and anti-meat as I am, sometimes you need the substitute. Sometimes you want mm-hmm. that soul food and anything with the vegan cheese, the rice cheese, the almond cheese. Oh, it tastes so good. And I don't have it every day, but I sure have it enough. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And it's
2: all about moderation. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the problems in our country is we have no moderation. And, you know, with the dairy and the meat, we just, people think, oh, I need my eggs and bacon for breakfast. I need my chicken for lunch and my steak for dinner. Mm -hmm. I think that's just one of the bigger problems. So we just eat too much of it. People could balance it out more. Maybe we wouldn't have the health crisis that we have today.
0: Yeah. And is that how you grew up? Is that how your family? Oh made? yeah. Yeah. Mine too.
2: Oh my gosh. I mean, again, even whenever I was living in New York, just a few years ago, I would have like my egg whites or sometimes I would have like a, an egg white cheese and Turkey bacon sandwich. Then, you know, my tuna for
1: lunch and chicken for dinner. And yeah, I ate a lot of animal protein. <laughs> So let's ask this. Let me ask this question. So when you go home to your family in Arkansas, how do they res or how have they responded to your dietary changes? They've they've been pretty good.
2: My mom actually is pretty much vegan now as well. Yeah, and she has felt so much better because she came out here and stayed with me for ten days, and when and I wasn't gonna push it on her, you know this is just what I'm doing. And so she was like, yeah, like I want to try this too again. But my mom's always been again, pretty much healthy person,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, subway and
1: what I thought was. Being healthy <laughs> too. Yeah.
2: But yeah. So she felt so good just after those 10 days, she was like, I can't go back to feeling how I used to feel. So, you know, she's on the green smoothies. I get a little crap from some like my dad and some, my siblings sometimes, but all in all, they're pretty supportive. Of it, and you know, my sister's big on the organic, and you know, with her daughter and making sure that they eat all organic and stuff like that, so it's good. They're That's awesome, yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, does your mom now she's back from her trip and she's vegan mostly is she an influence on them, or are they just like some people? Uh- yeah, it's funny
2: because, like, she'll tell some of the women around town, like, oh, you got to try this green smoothie that, like, my daughter came up with. Like, it tastes really good. And, you know, people are always so skeptical. And they're like, there's kale in that? No way. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of closed-minded people. But yeah. at least she's trying. And I know that there are a few people in our small little town of 10,000 that she has turned on to this. And, you know, she'll share my recipes and things like that.
0: That's awesome. So give us a kale smoothie recipe um
2: well I do a kale cinnamon which it's pretty easy and so uh, it's kale, almond milk, banana, dates, cinnamon, yum and like some avocado. Because you always need to so have your healthy good. fat because I like my smoothies thick, like a milkshake. Mm-hmm. So if you put like Italy, a fourth of avocado in all your smoothies, like they'll be thick like a milkshake.
0: It's funny because you don't need a lot. You cannot no, put just the a whole fourth. avocado in there or it will be like an avocado. It'll be like, as thick as an avocado. Yeah.
1: You just put a little bit in it gives it that creaminess and like you'd be surprised how good it is. Mm-hmm. I did that this morning. I just got myself a bullet. And starting to do the just the throw in fruits and veggies, blend it all up and drink it for my breakfast. And I was like, Oh, I have blueberries and I have kale and I love kale. And I'm like, cool. And I just, I just honestly blended those up with a little bit of water. And then I saw some grapefruit sitting on my counter and I'm like, I'm going to put in a whole grapefruit with the <laughs> rind that was a big mistake because it became like a sludge. So my point is is that when you start out, and even I know a fair amount about juicing and smoothie making, and I was just, I got a little crazy. And I made a mistake and I had to start over because that, it was the rind of the grapefruit. I'm like, you know what? I'm not really meant to eat this right now. It's It's very thick and chewy.
0: But But sometimes mistakes can lead to your best Stuff that's can. true,
1: and the reason I did it is because I had once read about uh, making your own vitamin C out of the rinds from citrus fruits. Cool. A lot of the C- the vitamin C is also in the rind, and a lot of bioflavonoids and stuff. So I was like, I'm just gonna grind it up. It was just a little too much, but I'm sharing this with our our listeners because. Be gentle with yourself. If you experiment and it doesn't work out, don't give up. Don't yeah. keep going. Judge yourself. Yeah. Just fix it. And what I always tell people too, um, cause sometimes I do,
2: I teach cooking classes at different Whole Foods around LA, but I always tell people like, taste it before you pour. Like, don't pour it out of the, out of your blender yet. Like, stick a straw down in there. Taste it. If you need to add something else, like, if it needs to be a little sweeter for you, like, I love using dates to sweeten things or, you know, add a little bit more banana. Or if you're doing a chocolate one, you need some more cacao, like taste it before even things like in the food processor, you know, I do these cauliflower tacos in the food processor, which is similar to like cauliflower rice, but I tell them like, taste it. If you need to add more seasonings, add them in before you dump it out and clean everything. And
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I always taste before I eat.
0: (laughs) And are you into juicing and, and doing a lot of that? You know, I like smoothies
2: more just because I like to get the whole, all the nutrients from it. You know, the fiber and all of that. I think juicing is great. Like, I'll probably have a ju. I don't own a juicer, so I don't personally juice. But like from the farmers market, sometimes I'll go and get a juice every now and then. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a I'm a bigger smoothies person because also I feel like sometimes like if the Fruits and vegetables, if they're like so nice, and then you just use the juice. I mean, I guess you can use the pulp for other things, but I'm always like, but you got to be committed to do
0: that. Yeah. You got to be like, you have to have a plan for that pulp. Like, okay, then the pulp yes. is going in here. And I actually, I used to juice more at my house, and I would. Use the pulp and I would put it in my dog's bowls and I would put a little bit of oil on top and they would eat it up. They loved it. Oh, that's a good so idea. So that's a good way to use leftover, you know, the fiber. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really into juicing and I'm really into smoothies, but now because I live so close to all these juice bars that are really inexpensive and they'll juice it for you, yeah. I don't have to clean the juicer and I don't have to mm-hmm. waste because I, I may not, you know, get to something, but, um, I, I'm not juicing as much, but I'm, I'm buying it all the time. My paycheck is going to the juice. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I'm not – it takes so long to wash the juicer that I just at one point got over it because I can literally walk to like four juice bars from my house. Yeah. You know. I feel
1: like That's- juicing – I mean, they're both great. I feel like juicing is a lot better for, for veggies because you're really – you're breaking up the yes. soul walls and you're getting all the nutrients. And then if you're going to use fruit, they always say – you know, you always hear things about fruit juice and how it's so sugary, but yeah. but you getting the if you're eating the whole fruit, you're getting the fiber too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like juicing is really great. I had a nice juice the other day from I forget the name of the place. Juice Served yeah. Here Creation, the one that had you, you've had the bottles here before. Erewhon. No, no, no. It was it's its own place. Anyway, they had one that was a recipe. i would never been in there before. It was beautiful. And They had one recipe that like had kale or other mixed greens, and then it said romaine lettuce. And I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. I've never seen that on a on a recipe before." And I, when I sipped the juice, I'm like, "Oh my god, I can taste the romaine lettuce. It was really great." <laughs> so that's what I was bringing up. Like, yeah, I felt like I was drinking my salad. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I
2: I agree with you on that too. I think juicing is better for vegetables, and then you can add in like a lemon or. You know, an apple, I think, is the other thing. People, like a green apple, are the two things, like fruits that they do add into the juice.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes it's the only way to get someone to drink a juice. So yeah. if your palate is, oh, I still need the sugar, I still need the sweetness, and you're not completely unprocessed yet, or you're not completely vegetarian or whatever yet you need that little bit of sugar to get the juice down. And then I think, you know what? It's better to put a little bit of apple or something in there to make the person drink it than to not because then they're to it's going to sit there and they'll have a couple sips and they won't drink it, right? Right. So you're getting more nutrition in. And then as you go further and further into this, you can put less and less, you know, fruit into your juice. And not that fruit is bad, but it's just you're going to get more sugar from the fruit and not the fiber as Susie was saying. So.
2: Right, yeah. And another thing too I think is – not so great is the juice in the stores though. I mean, there are some companies that have really good juice, but then you see like a lot of them that have added sugar and Mm. things. And I always tell people another thing, like another one of my tips I tell people is always read the ingredients, like no matter what, like just read the ingredients and know exactly what you are buying, like what is in there because there will be cane sugar in some of the juices. And it's like, how is that healthy? That's not healthy at all.
0: And they're just doing it to get more people to buy the juice because it tastes sweet and they think it's good for them. But that's mm-hmm. really like
1: uh, deceptive marketing. Yeah. Oh, it definitely I feel like is. there's a lot of that going on nowadays because like, – As soon as this got popular. There is, there is a slow change. I mean, I saw a commercial the other day for – I forget. Like, I'm forgetting very a well lot today. But there was a, – for a big big chain or a big brand of cereals, like kids' cereals. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the commercial, they're like, we're no longer using fake veg- or fake dyes and colors and sugars. But they just admitted that all this time they've been feeding yeah. to marketing to children. It's children's cereal, right? They've been using the fake crap yeah. junk putting into these cereals. Now they're like, well, we're finally doing it. Well, great. Thank yeah. you. Well, and I'm glad that they are. That they are.
0: Thanks but for it's- poisoning all of <laughs> us when we were kids. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and it's like,
1: I don't feel like they're catching up enough, right? Yeah. I mean, the change could be happening more rapidly and... There's a lot of companies that are still stuck in using junk and mm-hmm. food.
0: Well, I find it interesting that politicians aren't talking about it yet because it's so on the forefront of so many people's minds, mm-hmm. and they're talking about everything but this. And they talk about some parts of it, childhood obesity, school lunches, but... Everything else about holistic health is just like a side project that hippies are working on in these politicians' minds. And even the most progressive and forward thinking candidates aren't talking about it. So I find that really interesting. I think because it's
1: big business.
0: It is, of course. It is big business. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to get into the why and all the problems with politics. But, you know, the point is, is that when that starts really being talked about in Congress and in the speech, the state of the union address, then we know. All right. Yeah. And I think one of the ways that we do get
2: it talked about is voting with your dollars. I mean, Mm -hmm. that is the most powerful action that you can take yourself is again, researching these companies and knowing which ones are using the chemicals and, you know, the GMO uh, vegetables and fruits and all that, and stop buying them. Because then once you stop buying them, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why Chipotle is going in the direction it is, is, you know, if you see McDonald's, like their profit this year has been down and, you know, now they're saying they're adding kale to the menu. Well, it's because they realize like people are wanting healthier options. And again, the best way to show it is voting with your dollars and don't buy it.
0: Absolutely. I could not agree more. Vote with your dollar, Food Heals Nation. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Megan's tips on how to transition to a plant-based diet. Food Heals Nation, if you're like us, you care a lot about the food that you put into your body because you know that food heals. The problem is that good, healthy food can be extremely expensive, but it doesn't have to be. That's why we were thrilled to discover Thrive Market. Thrivemarket.com
1: is like the Costco for everything healthy online. That's right. It's an online shopping club offering the best brands and groceries up to 50% off retail prices, shipped nationally for free. They have brands that I buy all the time, like Simply
0: Organic, Garden of Life, Dr. Bronner's, Tom's, Nutiva, Seventh Generation, Gaia, and so many more. So basically everything I'm already buying
1: at Whole Foods, right? Exactly, but at 25 to 50% off. And you can easily filter everything by your preferences. Gluten-free, vegan, raw, non-GMO, organic, and even fair trade. But what I love most
0: about Thrive Market is their charitable cause. For every paid membership, ThriveMarket.com donates a free membership to a low-income family, a
1: teacher, or a military family. How awesome is that? This is a game changer, Food Heals Nation, because you never have to pay full price for healthy foods again. That's why we scored an exclusive discount for you. Yes, so
0: check out Thrive Market and get two months free membership plus
1: 15% off your first order. Join the movement at thrivemarket.com slash FoodHeels. You're listening to the Food Heels Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes.
0: All right, Food Heels Nation, we're back with Megan Lawson. Megan Processed is her blog. You can check her out online. And Megan, what are your top tips for transitioning to a plant-based diet?
2: Well, what I like to tell people is... Do it slowly. I mean, again, we talked about earlier, you know, there are some people that can do it cold turkey. You know, I would just say, even what I tell friends that are like, I could never give up meat or, you know, try once a week, do meatless Mondays. Like, again, do it slow. Or if you want to start with dairy first, like give up dairy first or just give up cheese or give up milk or, you know, one of, but there's so many great replacements now too that I even say, okay, we'll start subbing it. With, like, the vegan cheeses that we talked about. And then, you know, like, slowly get off that. But I think everybody, you're going to be more successful if you do have a slower transition. But that's, like, my main tip. Because, again, I didn't become this way overnight at all. Uh And then read the ingredients. I know we were talking about that again before because... You know, you just have no idea, like, these things, these random things. It's like, why? You know, even pickles. I have read on pickles before. I won't say the brand that had high fructose corn syrup
1: in there. Mm. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. They put that shit in everything. Excuse (laughs) my language. But they really do. (laughs) I know. And it's like, why, why do pickles need that in there? They don't.
0: But it's, again, to get people addicted to them and start, you know, that's yeah. what makes us crave these bad foods. High fructose corn syrup is one of the most addictus, addictive substances out there. It's yeah. so harmful. And that's why they put it in everything, ketchup, yeah. everything. It's in so many things, like you don't even notice. Even some things that you're going to consider healthy, like ketchup or like a condiment that you're like, oh, this olive oil dr- salad dressing looks super healthy. And then it's full of chemicals and high fructose corn syrup. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's another big thing. I mean, because again, you know, being plant-based, like even though people would say, oh, well, have fruit. It's corn. Yeah, (laughs) it's corn. But no, it's still unhealthy and it's still not good to have in your diet. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have to think out of the box too. It's not just like if you're eating plant-based, it's not just meat and dairy. Because again, there's a lot of like unhealthy vegan foods out there. Oh, yeah.
0: You can be the most unhealthy vegan. Like, there's so many desserts out there that are vegan that are complete shit. Yeah. (laughs) Now that we're cussing. Loads Um, of sugar. (laughs) And the can of worms. (laughs) But just – and, you know, I remember when I was little, I think someone told me gummy bears have no fat and we were like oh so we can eat them all the time because fat is bad but gummy bears are fat free mm-hmm. nothing about sugar in there you know mm-hmm. in whatever conversation i'm having with you know the other 10 year olds trying to decipher health knowing yeah. nothing other than you know what parents may <laughs> or may not tell
1: us well but that was the that was what the parents thought back then anyway i mean my um, yeah. my i have a good friend where her family was so They liked – my family did not listen to that, but her family was like, oh, we can't eat anything with fat. They ate skinless chicken. They ate, you know, non-fat frozen yogurt, anything. But fat was bad, bad, bad. And now it turns out, no, it's done a huge disservice, especially to women. We need healthy fats. We need healthy fats to reproduce. We need healthy fats to be sexy and vibrant and our skin Mm -hmm. and our nails. And it's – yeah, it's done such a disservice. But we but don't that, need gummy bears, but what?
0: <laughs> we don't need gummy bears. No, yeah, no, <laughs> not anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, and it's true because with the low fat things, they're usually full of sugar. Yeah, right. Because so they, they got
1: to make up for. I mean, f- yeah. like fats are one of the food. You know, the food groups that like are satisfying. Mm-hmm. Right, oh, they yeah. have a longer calorie, uh, in, or longer or more calories to them. They're you know they're gonna last you longer. Right, like people will say, oh, well, an
2: avocado has like the same amount of calories as a Snickers. But the avocado is going to do... So like you cannot compare the two. Right. I hate when people are. Did you like, actually oh,
1: have someone try to compare that? Yeah. <laughs> like like you can eat a Snickers and it's just as sm- it's like just like eating an avocado. Yeah.
2: And it's like no, it's not. People like your body processes calories differently. Yeah. That's like the one thing I can't stand. People are like, oh, I'm not going to eat an avocado because there's too much fat. It's yeah. Like, it's no, ridiculous. it's good for you.
0: I had a, a personal trainer who was like calories in, calories out. Like all she cared about was counting calories, and mm-hmm. I was like all. Cal- Calories are not created equal. Mm -hmm. That's a really antiquated way of thinking. Don't people, doesn't everyone know this? No, they don't. No, they don't.
2: Yeah. Going back to the sweets, I tell people all the time too, like you think that like you, you know, can't give up your ice cream or whatever. If you try some desserts, like making your own desserts with dates, I promise you won't ever go back to the ice cream because with dates, like they are one of the most nutritious sweeteners, the most nutritious sweeteners that we can use. I mean, because your body uses the fiber in it. It's shown to lower cholesterol, to promote healthy pregnancies, to help lose weight. There's one... Awesome. Yeah, one website that I tell people all the time to look at is nutritionfacts.org with Dr. Greger. And he actually did a study or shows a study. He didn't do it, but he shows you all these studies about Anything you can think of, like anytime, like I'm wondering about a food or if I'm, if somebody, you know, asks me some health question that I don't know, I always go to nutrition facts and like just see what Dr. Greger has found about it and the research that he's done on it. But he showed a study where they would, they had people eating 20 dates a day and nobody in this study gained weight. So again, not saying that you need to eat 20 dates a day, (laughs) but it just shows like if you were like, and again, your other diet was healthy and all that. Like you're not gaining weight. Yeah. So don't be like, oh, well, no, the sugar. But, um, but uh, not, great-
1: all, not all sugars are the same. Yeah. No, so, exactly. And what a same great
0: replacement fat. for people who are like, well, I have to have my Snickers bar every night. No, you can have dates instead. And that's how you transition out of the Snickers bars every night right. or whatever
2: Yeah. You know, I have a cookie recipe that, I mean, I've had friends and family and even people write into me. They love it. And it's literally like garbanzo beans and dates, almond butter, goji berries, but it's literally only sweetened with dates and goji berries. I mean, the majority of it dates. I do a cheesecakes with it, and mm. I mean, dates are amazing. To Let's use. talk about the cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, I have a goji berry cheesecake, and it is pretty amazing. Wow! Yeah,
0: that sounds yummy. I love yeah. cheesecake. I love dessert. So. I have to go find your blog and find all of these. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a foodie. And so I always tell people,
2: like, I would not be eating this way if it wasn't good food. Like, I wouldn't be able to stick to it, but it's so good. You know, it's so, I mean, you just, once you start on it and you may think that, oh, this is hard. Like, you got to do a lot of cooking, but it starts to get easier and less time. Like, I always tell people, too, another tip is um on Sundays or sometime on the weekend, your day off, take two hours and do some prep work, mm-hmm. just two hours out of your whole week. And, you know, either make like a big chili that you can eat on all week or, you know, a casserole or cut up all your veggies, like make a salad bar in your refrigerator so you can easily like pull out the stuff and don't have to chop it up. But if you take the time to do the prep work, It's so much easier. And again, you're going to get faster at things in the kitchen. You know, the first time I make a recipe, it takes me forever. But then, you you know, you start doing it more and more. And it's faster and faster and becomes easier and easier.
0: Yeah, it just becomes second nature. And you're like, I got this.
2: Yeah. I always tell people to like, find like three recipes that you really like and stick with those, you know, to start off with. Like making those. Again, if you get tired of it, then yeah, find a different one. But, you know, I'm someone I can pretty much eat the same thing. Like, you know, in one week, like I'll have the same dinner a few nights in a row, mm-hmm. but yeah. And do that. And just even, cause if you're needing practice in the kitchen, like that will be an easier way to become more experienced while you're cooking.
0: Yeah. Those are great. And I feel like there was a post or something that I read recently about exercise and it said one hour of your day exercising is 5% of your day. Mm-hmm. So think about that for cooking two hours in the kitchen of prep is 10% of your day that you can prepare for the week, Yeah, that's worth it. Yeah. Right?
2: Oh, it so is. I mean, and there's so many. That's With my recipes on my blog, I try to keep it like, you know, six, seven ingredients or less. I don't use big fancy ingredients. Mm -hmm. And I want it fast because, again, I'm working and doing – I'm like everybody else out there too. It's not like I'm just in my kitchen all the time, like creating stuff. (laughs) But it's like I want things to be quick. So I have a lot of good recipes for that. And there's a number of food blogs out there that also have quick and easy recipes that, you know, but you just got to plan like, okay, I'm going to make this tonight. Or, okay, we're going to do this tomorrow. You know, even for breakfast, you know, I recommend doing smoothies. And I've heard a lot of people say, oh, well, smoothies take too long in the morning. Well, now, you know, you could do things like overnight oats or like Mm -hmm. chia pudding or, you know, something or make your smoothie and freeze it.
0: I think smoothies are the fastest thing in the morning, man. I can make I that in like five minutes flat. Maybe. Yeah. Just throw everything in, blend, and you're <laughs> yeah, ready to go.
2: Exactly. But I've definitely heard people say, oh, they take too long.
0: Maybe when you're just starting out and you're trying to do exact amounts. Yeah. But for me, I just throw everything in there. I just kind of guesstimate. And mm-hmm. so then sometimes I'm like, oh, I need a little more of this, a little more of that. But it literally takes five minutes. Oh, it does. Yeah.
2: It definitely does. And it, that's a great way because greens, I feel, are like one of the best things that you can eat. They're one of the Nutritious things for your body, and you know, anti cancer properties and. I mean, just everything you can think of. And having a smoothie is a great way to like get those greens in and fast.
0: You're not going to get them in every other way. Even if you eat a salad at three meals, you can get more in through juicing or making a smoothie than mm-hmm. you'll ever get throughout the day. So it's like a no-brainer.
2: Oh, yeah. And just quick little side story here. As someone I know in L.A., he actually owns uh, a restaurant, one of my favorite plant-based restaurants, the Sun Cafe.
0: Oh, I love eat. Sun Cafe.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, He drinks like eighty ounces of greens a day. Oh my god. I mean, that's yeah. Okay, that's,
1: how much is that? That's a lot. That's like, almost a ga- that's like three quarters of a gallon. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. if that's a glass of
0: water and that's this what like that's like eight, eight o-
1: This is like eight ounces. Okay,
0: so a typical glass of water is eight and he does how much? Yeah he has Ten two beans. he has two wow. two forty
2: ounces. And so he hadn't been to the doctor, and he tells us he does a cooking class on Saturdays at the Sun Cafe. You know, okay, I like,
0: gotta meet him. This he, sounds amazing. Yes, he's
2: he would actually be another good guest. Um, I
0: know. I've been meaning to talk to them because I eat there all the time.
2: Oh, it's it's so good. We need to go there for lunch. Oh, I live go. right by there.
0: I'm in. It's <laughs> right. a date. But
2: he went to the doctor after not being for years and he, the doctor, like everything was perfect. And he's like, I know it's because I have my greens all the time, you know, cause he drinks so many greens. So that's, you know, another thing it's like, try again. If you want to even start plant-based, like don't eliminate anything, try just adding in a green smoothie, you know, start with that. That's another great way to start.
0: Wow. I'm feeling really humbled right now i my goal is to get eight ounces of greens in a day in a form of juice or smoothie like i have to make that goal every day and if i have more great but wow that's like 10 times what
1: i'm doing yeah i know it's crazy well he's also got a restaurant and i'm sure really right. great yeah and equipment in a garden. And, yeah. and fresh
0: organic stuff delivered yeah. every day so well probably he can just make it there or have people make it for yeah him. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that's still that's a lot though i mean that's but
0: wow. now i have to double my goal i think just hearing that—it's <laughs> my new goal. Eight ounces is still good, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do it every day, regardless. But it's more when I'm out of town. I like half. I'm on more of a challenge. But then yeah. when I'm here, I usually do do two. But not every day. It does depend. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll do like – if I go – because I'll go to the juice bar because there's like all these around me. I can get so many fresh juices. But I'll do like one that's super green and one that's like orange and apple and, you know, ginger or something. Or I'll Mm -hmm. do their – if they have like a really good almond milk or something like that, I'll do that. But I want to do more purely green.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know. But I always tell people too, it's also, again, like with the dates and stuff, if you are – you have a sweet tooth – I make smoothies that fool people. They have no idea that spinach is in there. Spinach is a great leaf to start with mm-hmm. because it's not, uh, you can't taste you it. You can't like, taste it in yeah. a smoothie.
0: It just tastes like the banana. It's it fine. does.
2: Yeah. And exactly. You can make a smoothie, a green smoothie, tastes like a milkshake.
0: Uh, We had a guest on, and um, she said that when she was trying to start getting healthy, she had her son, and she blended up this big green smoothie. It didn't taste very good or anything, but it was just full of nutrition. And her son was like, Mommy, what is that? And and she was like, Oh, it's my... Ice cream, you can't have any. It's mommy's. And the kids sat there and grabbed it and drank the whole thing because it was mommy's ice cream. Mm-hmm. But she was like, wow, reverse psychology works. Cause mm-hmm. I just got my kid to drink this entire huge green, you know, smoothie full of vegetables and greens and everything nutritious and healthy. So I thought that was a really great tip for any moms out there to oh, help definitely. your kids get on this bandwagon of. Drinking green That's
2: my two-year-old niece. She drinks green smoothies because we call them milkshakes.
1: Wow. And she wants her
2: milkshake. Oh, that's yeah. Awesome. I mean, even like the kale ones she
1: likes. Oh, my god! It's always surprising to me how parents – and I'm not a parent yet, so I'm putting that out there – but how parents will like sort of cater to their children's whims or tantrums mm-hmm. or whatever when if you just give them what you're eating, if it's healthful, and just say, no, this is what we do, they will do it. Like they may find some things they don't like, but as long as it's decently tasty, like they will go along with it. And then if you throw in reverse psychology, like you got that working for you too.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true.
1: All right. So when you came in, you told me
0: personally, Susie wasn't here yet about a health challenge that you're now facing. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Well, so with my whole unprocessed life, you know, again, I talk about the slow transition and last let's see, starting in 2014 was the more of like all about the food and eating organic. And this past year has been more about like my beauty products and medications I was taking. And so I've been on birth control for, or I was on birth control for 10 years. And I just, I decided to just completely stop because I started seeing, you know, all the research that's talking about how these synthetic hormones being put into us like this is not good for our health. And it's like, look, I make such an effort with my food and all that. Like I need to start looking at the other areas of my life. Yeah. So I actually didn't get a period for over a year. I mean, it was like a year, it was a year in like four or five months. And this is after you stopped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I stopped birth control and then lost my period for, and of course, like I did tell my doctor after like four months, like, oh, I haven't gotten a period. And he was like, you know, like you need to get back on birth control. Like that will stop it. But it's like, okay, that's defeating the purpose. How is that helping? Yeah, exactly. So I refused to do that, but luckily I had met a few other people women that had also done the same thing. They like had went unprocessed and they got off birth control. And one of my friends, she didn't have a period for two years. So I was very like, okay, this is just, you know, my Coming body. off of it. Yeah. And my body's trying to adjust and all of that. So then for the first like six months, there wasn't like that much of a difference. mean probably like maybe I guess it was going into like eight months of being off of it. You know, I realized whenever I first started, you know, being unprocessed, like, you know, there was weight coming off and Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
2: I I was looking better. And then whenever I did that, it just like gave my body a shock, Mm -hmm. you know, with, again, it's expecting these synthetic hormones that it's had for 10 years and it's not getting them anymore. And so, you know, I've put back on a little bit of weight and it was in October actually of this year, my skin just went crazy. I mean, like breakouts, like, I mean, worse than whenever I was a teenager. I always tell people, I I tell my friends now, I'm like, I feel like I'm a 12 year old girl again, Mm -hmm. like going through puberty. What Mm -hmm. is this about? But, you know, I've seen holistic doctors and a lot of them are like, you know, your body's just detoxing and just trying to get the hormones out. So I, I tell people too, like, you know, you could go, doing unprocessed, becoming more healthy and stuff, you are not going to have these like instant results always. There's a lot of people that do have them, Mm -hmm. but then there's a lot that, and you know, I had them at first and then I made another little change and it's like everything went haywire. But so I finally decided, well I did get my period back in November Mm -hmm. of this
0: year
1: Yay! Yeah, it, it's, it's like, yay. Usually, I, I bet you see- like you'd never be cheering for your period. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Usually, it's like, damn it,
1: yeah. not
2: now. But you know, I will say, like, I'm like, oh, I have not missed these symptoms. Yeah, like, the PMS, <laughs> I have not missed that because I mean, I didn't have anything, and even now, it's still not back regulated. You know, it's very often. You know, I'm still having issues with my skin and all of that, and so I finally went to an endocrinologist. I had a friend recommend it. And it was like, look, just go and like see what they say. Because, you know, I'm like, no medicines, like food heals. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, there comes a point where it's like, okay, maybe I should get a doctor's opinion. And they told me that I have PCOS, which is poly polycystic yeah, ovarian, ovarian syndrome. syndrome yeah yeah and so i actually just found out yesterday and i haven't figured out exactly like what my plan of action is going to be yet but to all the people that are listening that are on birth control i mean and you're thinking about stopping i'm like stop sooner rather than later and know that you may have issue like a little i mean again it's not life threatening and it's just it's more uncomfortable and you know I, again I'm not happy with the way everything's going but I know that I'm eventually going to get it all cleared up and you know the excess weight will come off skin will clear up periods will go back normal and it'll be great you I truly believe it'll happen and I truly think that some of this is happening to me so I spread the word and yeah. you know can, can let be ad- a
0: voice for Others that need to hear about your experience. Because it's hard
1: to go through that. Like you made all these changes. You got super healthy. You got, you finally got off the birth control and then bam. It's like you weren't expecting that. Oh, yeah. Right. And it, and it's funny that you say that. Like you feel like you're going through puberty. Like you kind of are, right? Because Mm -hmm. you went through a period where no pun intended. You went through a phase (laughs) where. you went through a phase where your body didn't have to produce those hormones now it does and that's what yeah. happens in puberty right your your ovaries kick in and then you're pumping out your own estrogen oh, or yeah. and all the other things but um yeah i think you're absolutely going through this because you're you're brave enough to still believe like i'm going to i'm going to you know i'm taking control of my own body i'm still going to get the doctor's opinion but i'm still gonna, and i'm mean, you're talking about it too it's like yeah. it's very brave to do that most women That might go through that or might even make the step to – they want to get off birth control. They figure it's not right for them anymore in terms of outside chemicals. They may just go listen to the doctor and be like, yeah, I guess I should go back on birth control.
2: Oh, yeah. And I mean, and that was like one of the things that my general doctor had said to me. Well, if you get back on birth control, your face will clear up. And again, it's like, okay, well, I could be vain and be like, you know what? Like, because I want my face to be clear. Like, I want, you know, my hormones to be regulated and all that. Like, so I'm just going to go back on it. But that is not my goal here. And Mm -hmm. my goal, I just think birth control is so much worse than even what we know about it now. And yeah, I just, I don't want to do it. Well, it's a
1: carcinogen, isn't it? I mean, it's a mild risk, but it is a carcinogen. They do say on the package, like... Oh, may yeah. cause cancer. They don't really talk about it that much they, no. that much. They just, you know, they they just doctors are kind of like, "No, just get on it." Yeah. Obviously because you want to be responsible, but they they don't talk about the other things that go along with it. Oh yeah, blood clots is a big side effect mm-hmm. from it, you know. Um
0: when I was in college, I got off the pill because I realized that it was causing me a lot of health problems, and I went on, I think it was called Dep- depot shot, and mm-hmm. <laughs> Luckily, I got off of it after a few months because it was also caused. And that's after that. After a say, few isn't years, it the same
1: thing. It's like
0: hormones. It's it's a little bit different, but they stopped giving it to people because it was giving all these people cancer and some sort of like disease. I forget what it was. I need to look this up before I talk about it. But luckily, I was off of it before then. But for women that had been on it for long periods of time, it was causing them chronic and debilitating disease. And, you know, thank God that I was smart enough to get off of it. And I wasn't at my holistic self yet. I didn't understand all the things that I understand now, but I definitely understood my body is not responding well. And I was like you. I did have – I didn't have acne, but I had pimples. And they cleared up when I started birth control. I was like, this is fabulous. (laughs) Yeah. But my doctor told me to start it before I was even having sex. They are recommending it to 15-year-old girls, probably even younger now, Mm -hmm. because, you know, there are many sexually active young women, but, or like teenagers, but I was recommended to, I think when I was 15, and then again when I was 16, like every year I was recommended it by the doctor, and my mom was like are you interested in this? And I was like, I don't have sex. <laughs> and I was yeah. very honest about that. And she was like, okay, well, the doctor says it's going to just help you with like your periods and your skin and things like that. And I was like, I mean, I guess that sounds good, but I was so uneducated. I think I finally The third time they recommended me, maybe 17, I was like, okay, let's do it. Like, I'm probably going to have sex this year. Like, it's a good time. You know, whatever. (laughs) And the truth is I gained 20 pounds. I looked like shit. I felt like shit. Like, it took a long time for me to make the connection. And I remember I was still on it when I went to college. Everyone's like, oh, freshman 15. I wasn't doing anything different. I was on birth control. Like. Yeah. And that never went away. Like, even when I got off of it. And, you know, I feel like i messed up some of my hormones back then. Yeah. Bad. And then I went on the shot because they said, oh, the shot – The you know, whoever my doctor was at the time was like, oh, if you don't want to do the pill, you got to do the shot. And then the shot's like, no, this is causing women to have cancer and all kinds of diseases.
1: What the fuck? But your skin will clear up, so don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly. God, it's And so you won't crazy. get pregnant
0: and you'll look – your face will look good and you won't get pregnant. That's not enough for me anymore. Yeah. You know?
1: of This yeah. kind of t- ties into like the way that I feel like Western medicine – in general, looks at female bodies and our hormones and our reproduction is like, we'll just, we'll manage it. Don't worry about it. Don't let your body do it. We'll take over. It's it's mm-hmm. better. It's easier. It's faster. It's quicker. And you're just going to clear up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they don't tell you about the other stuff going on. And uh I just have to interject here. I This is not a paid sponsorship. What I use, what I found mm-hmm. years ago, because I didn't want to be on birth control. My mom was, oh, my mom, you know, was from the generation, the hippie generation, very into like- she was very into nutrition. She's like, don't ever go on the pill. She was telling me, do not do it. That's She's awesome. like, I don't think it's good for women's bodies. Yeah. Your, your body is fine the way it is. Just take your vitamins, drink your fruit juice, drink your vegetable juices. And so I found something. I had actually had a doctor shame me because I wasn't on the pill. She's yeah. like, you're not on birth control? Oh, I was wow. like, no, it's not right for me. And she shamed me. Oh, my God. And I tried it. I tried the Nuva ring for like two months and I gained weight. And I'm like, mm-hmm. screw this. I'm No, it's not right for me. Yeah. But – Something that I did find that works for me is called the Lady Comp and it's, it stands for Lady Computer and it's from (laughs) Germany. And it is, it takes your basal body temperature where you can, and it tracks, it's a computer, it's a mini computer and it tracks your ovulation because it tracks your, you can, your, your basal body temperature, which is the body temperature that you have when you wake up, Mm -hmm. changes when you ovulate or when you're about to ovulate and it tracks it for a few months and then it gives you a red, yellow or a green light as to whether have unprotected sex or not. Yellow is unsure. Green, go for it. Red, don't. And um, wow. and it's got That's a – there's something to that measures – yeah, it's. I've told so many friends about this. And there's something called the Pearl Index, which measures efficacy of birth control. And when used properly, it has the same Pearl Index as the pill. Wow. And then when you're ready to get pregnant, you can flip a switch and it turns into baby comp and tells you when to go have sex. That is awesome.
2: So there, There's an app that I know one of my friends uses in – but she takes her temperature mm-hmm. every morning, and mm-hmm. that's how they – yeah. Exactly. It's like this the same is, thing. It's the but. same
1: thing. This is just a more foolproof way. It's like 500 bucks. I've had mine for over 10 years. Oh, wow. And it's a foolproof way so you don't have to chart because sometimes you have to chart and you have to – you might – like if you mess up the math yourself, right. you could be wrong. Yeah. Mm. This does, the, does it for you. That's awesome. That's
0: very cool. That's good to know. Thank you for that And it is supported
1: by the Vatican, strangely enough. Oh, wow. <laughs> because it's not – it's just your temperature. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with um,
2: tampons too, like how toxic tampons mm-hmm. are. I just, well, whenever I finally got my period back, because I was even thinking, well, once I do get my period back. You I'm treated what about, yourself. Yeah, like, <laughs> what about tampons, like tampons? And you, I feel like I'm seeing it more and more about how toxic tampons are. Yeah. Now I use the Diva Cup. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think the diva cups are amazing and it saves you so much money Yeah, because you can just like clean it and reuse it. And like when you're buying tampons, I mean, they've become so expensive.
0: Yeah. And, um, I remember when we were little, we were always told about, oh, toxic shock syndrome, but you really don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And you know what? What are they putting in those tampons? Now I know there are some good companies out there now that have really responded, like to not using the toxic cotton and chemicals and blah blah blah. So I think there are better options, but definitely look at what you are putting inside yeah. you, your yeah. nation. Look at it, read it. What is in? What is in there?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just it's the same thing as eating it. You are still. Putting it inside yeah. you.
0: Your body is going to – absorb anything that touches your body, your body absorbs. Exactly. Your lotion, your tampon, it doesn't matter. Your shampoo. Especially mm-hmm. down there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I highly rec- – and again, I'm not paid, but I do recommend the Diva
1: Cup. You can get them on Amazon. <laughs> I've tried and sometimes still use another product called Sea Pearls. Uh-huh. They're natural sea sponges from Florida. Oh, wow. And they're made for this purpose. They're small. Cool. And Very you nice. re- you do have to rinse – you rinse them out and reuse them. You, you, yeah. But – um they're very yeah they're even more they're yeah even more granola type way of using the same kind of thing yeah. i haven't tried the diva cup i should
0: yeah. This is good advice because we've never touched on this topic before, and we do we did have a question come in about this, so we should definitely dedicate a full episode to this and what are some natural alternatives to birth control, to tampons, and things like that. Oh, so yeah, definitely. I love what you guys are talking about right now.
2: Definitely. Yeah, and I can't wait to see, you know, where this journey does take me, and, mm-hmm. you know, again, because I just found out this news yesterday, I'm, I still don't know exactly what I'm going to do yet, and the procedures and, you know, medication, herbs, whatever I do decide to do, but... I'll definitely fill you guys in and let you know, but I'm hopeful that any me and anyone else going out there. I mean, it's just time. Like we've got to give our body time. I, I put synthetic hormones in it for ten, for years. 10 years. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be like overnight mm-hmm. that I get better. And just because I eat completely clean and do all of that, you know, my body still is detoxing and adjusting and yeah. trying to regulate and get back to its normal self. So,
1: and I think just specifically about skin, it's like your skin is an eliminatory organ. Mm-hmm. It's you know we sweat, we have we get pimples, like it just it's getting rid of stuff from the inside. It's one of the way we eliminate stuff from our body. So if you're still detoxing, it's just maybe coming out of your skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah. No, I definitely think so. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, cause it's, you know, I tried the elimination diet. I've done, I've done everything to see like, what was I eating that was triggering? And, and it's like, no, it's your hormones and you didn't have a period for over a year. And, you know. Yeah. So, and, and in a way, like being told that I do have this PCOS, like it was kind of like a relief, like, okay, it wasn't just like something that I was doing that was wrong. Like I literally have an internal problem right mm-hmm. now,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: I know that it will be healed. So
0: it absolutely will be healed. And I just really thank you for sharing that with us. And we will be with you every step of your way on the journey. Like check in with us, tell us how of it's course. going. Like, Keep us posted and any like resources we come across, we'll send your way because I know there are other listeners that have literally sent us emails about this and I don't have the answer. So let's find out the answer. Yeah. Like Take us on a journey. We'll be with you. Or at
1: least possible options. You know, exactly. Everybody's different. So yeah. You may not have an answer that fits everybody, but there are certainly options and things you can do. Definitely.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you guys for letting me talk about it here. Thank you for sharing. Of course. Yeah. This is because I haven't shared about it on my blog or anything. So.
0: Well, you found out yesterday. oh well, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But even just like the whole process of it all too, and because uh, again, my my re- it's more recipes on my blog, and mm-hmm. I haven't gotten that personal with stuff yet, but I've have felt that like I did want to let people know about this Mm -hmm. and – you know, just because, again, I know that there's other people out there that are stopping. And I think, you know, a lot of our fertility issues today, like you hear so many girls like having to go get IVF and all that. And I, I think a lot of it is because, like, so many of them, won the processed foods and all of that, but also because they were on yep. birth control forever. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Totally. You're on birth control for 10 years, and you get married, and you're like, I'm ready to have a baby. Your body's like, F you.
1: Yeah. My like, body hasn't pumped out an egg in how long, and then all of a sudden it's, like, supposed to just kick in magically. I mean, yeah. and some, for some women it do. Like I've had a couple of friends that were on the pill for a long time, got off of it, thought that they would ha- it would take a lot of transitioning time, and then they got pregnant right away. And some people it doesn't happen that way. It's like
0: yeah, everybody's different. So true, so
1: true. But
2: we'll
0: figure it out. Something absolutely keep yeah. us posted. And how- I will. How can everyone contact you, find you online, stalk you on Twitter? Of course. Um, I'm Megan Processed on
2: everything Facebook, Megan Processed on Instagram, on Twitter, all of that. And then you can either contact me through my website, meganprocessed.com, or reach me at meganprocessed at gmail.com.
0: Awesome. And can you leave us with a tweetable?
2: Yes. And I'm not sure if I say it exactly how I write it. <laughs> okay. Um, my tweetable would be everything happens at the right time. And so don't get discouraged whenever it doesn't happen at that time. I mean, again, goes back to just what we were talking about with me and, you know, I'm doing all these things, right, but I'm not having the results that I want, but I know it's going to happen at the right time. I mean, you can use that with any part of your life, with a job, with, you know, if you're wanting a new job or wanting to start a new career and again, yes, do things that work towards it. But you know, if, you're not getting the new job or, you know, the right man or right girl is not coming along. Know that they're going to come at the right time, like exactly right whenever it's supposed to. The universe works that way and it's all going to work out. So don't worry. Don't stress. Everything's going to be good.
0: I love it. It's like just trust. Yes. Trust. Yeah. Yeah. Because anxiety is thinking about the future and depression is thinking about the past. So, like, trust the present. That's all good. It's all coming. Oh, I love that.
2: <laughs> I hadn't heard that one. That's really good. Yeah, it's so true. Because, again, think, I try to tell people, look think about things that, you know, you were afraid that didn't work out that did work out.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, you ha- you point. can probably recall a few things. So you just have to know that it's all going to work out.
0: When yeah. The timing's right. And it's funny because I feel like so many times in our lives, including myself, something happens, you're worried about it, and then everything goes great. And you never sit there and have gratitude for the fact that it went so well. You just move on and then worry about the next thing. Mm -hmm. And you forget like, hey, I worried all night about this test or whatever. And then I got an A++ or, you know, this situation or this job or whatever. And then everything went fabulously. And instead of being in that gratitude and going, hey, shit works out. Yeah, you go, oh God, now I have to worry about the next thing. So Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, taking that moment to appreciate and then you're able to trust because you've seen it. You can look at past experiences and go, oh, now I trust because this is continuing in my life. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's my tweetable for everyone. All right.
2: Oh, this has been so fun.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me on. Thanks for being here. For all the show notes, go to foodhealsnation.com. We'll see you next time, Food Heals Nation. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Sign up for our mailing list at foodhealsnation.com and receive a free gift from us. That's right. We have created a brand new guide for you, our Food Heals Nation. Yep. The guide is called Health, Longevity, and Weight Loss Secrets, and it's full of tips, tricks, and secrets collected from some of our favorite guests
1: from the Food Heals podcast. In it, you will learn crazy cool stuff like how to live to 99 with no wrinkles. Susie's grandfather. That's right. How to attract the one. Ooh, how to never get a cavity again. My favorite.
0: Yes, my favorite too. And the real secret to weight loss, or maybe that's my favorite.
1: They're all my favorites. And, and so much, much more. <laughs> so sign up for our newsletter at foodhealsnation.com.
0: We won't spam you, we promise.
1: No, we won't send you too many emails. Trust us, we're too busy for that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so go to foodhealsnation.com to get your free guide, health, longevity, and weight loss secrets from the Food Heals podcast by subscribing today.
2: These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their thirty-nine ninety-nine a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately. <laughs>